Hey everyone, and welcome back, and welcome to the second episode of Straightforward and Savvy. I'm Cami. I'm Abby. So glad you're here. And we, for those of you that made it from the first episode to this episode, welcome back. For those of you that are new, buckle up. It's going to be a good one today. <laughs> um, and I have to apologize ahead of time. I have had a really bad cold the past few few days, so if I sound like I'm stuffy, it's because I am. You sound great. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Abby, why don't you introduce this week's episode? All right, guys, it's time to delve in. We told you that we were going to jump in. We were going to talk about things. It's time to start talking about things. This week, we want to talk about something that is taboo. Guess what? It's going to happen every week. (gasps) Um, <laughs> Anybody this, else get excited about that? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so this week we're talking about the desire or the complete lack of desire to get married or have babies. Ugh. Right? Well, and here's the thing. Like, we're in an LDS culture where that is, t- we are told that that is our purpose. And, and we're here to talk about when you maybe don't feel that purpose. And what that's like and how to talk about it. And how to help your friends through it and how to just deal with it. Because that's a big one. It's a big one. Well, and here's the thing is marriage is like we're taught for eternity. It is downright terrifying. (laughs) Right? That is a big decision that lasts a long time. And nobody should be jumping into that all willy-nilly, if, yeah. you, if you will. Yeah. And so the d- complete lack of desire to get married is okay because it's scary. It is. It is scary. So let's let's back it up and let's introduce it as to why this is such a taboo topic. Because I feel... Like it is, even with like your closest girlfriends, like you don't want to talk about this. Right. Well, and it's not like you can sit in the middle of a Relief Society lesson and raise your hand and be like, actually, I don't want to get married or actually, I don't want to have kids. I don't want babies. Sorry. Right. Right. (laughs) And it's like, maybe it doesn't come up as much in YSA wards. Thank goodness. But turns out in family wards, that is literally all that is talked about is how to be a good wife and how to be a good mother. Well, my I feel like it's kind of sad that it doesn't come up in YSA words. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because the whole a the whole YSA age. I mean, even up to just the singles, the single adult words, like we need to be there for each other. Like we need to be talking about this because right, you whoever you are sitting out there, you can't be the only person that's like, well, maybe I don't want to get married. Right, right. So right. like we, I think it's sad that we have this culture of like, uh-huh. oh no, sorry, you can't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, because oh, you don't want babies? Oops, can't talk to you. Well, it turns into this idea that that is an unrighteous <laughs> desire to not desire marriage or to not desire babies. Right? And that makes you an unrighteous servant of God. Um, That's just not right. Don't believe that. I don't think that's true. They, yes, we are told to multiply and replenish the earth. But guess what, ladies? You can replenish the earth in other ways than just through your womb. Your uterus is not the only way. It's not the only way. And frankly, I, President Uchtdorf, Elder Uchtdorf, I think he's Elder Uchtdorf now. Um, but forever when president. he was forever, forever president. president. <laughs> but um, <laughs> back when he was still President Uchtdorf, he he did a whole Mormon message and and a talk about how um, 
our, our purpose as humans, not just women, but as humans is to create. And we have a drive and a desire to create, whether it be something artistic or whether it be something mechanical or science or, or whatever it is, or writing, um, or babies, because it's still okay to want to have babies, right? Um, but that is our desire to create and to multiply and replenish the earth. Maybe we're not just meant to replenish the earth with humans, but maybe we should replenish the earth with beauty. And grace. And, and talent. And goodness. Yeah. Like just be good. That is, I love that thought and that idea that, that let's multiply and replenish the earth with good things. Oh, that just gave me like warm fuzzies a little bit. Me too. That was a good moment. <laughs> um, well, and I, okay, let's dive into that a little bit deeper though. Cause I like, why, why do we think that it is so taboo other than it's like, oh, well it's an unrighteous desire. Yeah. Like, is it because it's like admitting that you don't believe that the world is all rainbows and sunshine and unicorns? Like, is maybe. it that we just have a culture of, well, maybe it's the culture we of, well, you lack faith if that's not your desire, right? Oh maybe gosh. that's what's happening. If someone said that to me. Yeah, you lack I would faith. never go back to church. I'd be like, peace <laughs> out. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't handle you. I can't, can't do I'm it. over it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, well, and it's, maybe that's the idea. And all through Young Women's, weren't we all taught constantly, like, this is what you need to do to prepare to be a wife, and this Ugh. is what you need to do to prepare to be a mother. And that was... Honestly, I remember very few lessons that weren't about that. In fact, none spring to my mind now. Yeah. That were not about make a list of what you want in a future husband or make a list of oh, how, right. I remember that. Like Both? I just vividly got like PTSD back to that young women's it's, lesson. And I got it once a year, right? We got that lesson once mm-hmm. a year. What do you want in your future husband? Okay. What are you going to do to be good enough for that? I said or I wanted my future husband to look like Johnny Depp. I don't think that's going to work out for me very well. Also, <laughs> we could do so much better girls slash whoever. I, don't think Johnny Depp is attractive. Don't, don't Sorry, little love of my life. Okay, it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> him, and Clark, him and Clark Gable, but like neither one oh, of those is going to be that. an option for well, me. So yeah, it's all right. Moving on. Anyway, moving on. We digress. So, so right. So in Young Women's, this is what we're taught, and this is what we're told over and over and over. So maybe we're not given the opportunity as young women and developing to think that there's an alternative, or or no. that or that the alternative is okay. Or the alternative is okay. That the alternative is okay. Because, guess what? There are women out there that won't ever get married. And I might be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but not necessarily. We're not going to, like, you know, predict the end from the beginning. But honestly, why aren't we taught that it's okay? That it's okay. That it's okay. That that is not your only purpose in life. Well, and I feel like, why aren't we taught that you're still worthy and God still loves you, even if you don't have a spouse? Yeah. Yeah, that you're still good yeah, and like righteous. Yeah, like there's and nothing strong. wrong with you. Yeah. Like you can be the most righteous person that I've ever met. Uh-huh. And not married and God's still going to love you. And, and that's, that's amazing. Right? And that's okay. Even more importantly that that is okay. And yeah, it is the lonelier choice and it is a a bummer when it happens. In my opinion and listening to women who that is their path. Um I've I've heard women express that it's not necessarily the most fun. But 
it's still okay. It's still okay. And they are still righteous, worthy daughters of our of our God, of our Father, who deserve to be happy. And not just deserve to be happy, but deserve to be told that they are good and righteous and they are doing good things. And it is okay. And it's okay. I feel like that's going to be like the overarching aspect to every one of our episodes it's okay it's okay (laughs) well and ultimately i think that's what our message is here is that these these things that are taboo air quotes and and inappropriate conversations that's my other one that i hate that is inappropriate (laughs) it's like actually is it really though (laughs) this is a thing that needs to be talked about and it's inappropriate to not talk about it right Mm -hmm. um but ultimately, that is, I think, our message that it's okay to talk about these things and it's okay to feel this way. And it's okay if you're having a crisis of faith and it's okay. All day, every day. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's okay if if you just don't understand exactly what your purpose is. And it's okay if you don't believe that your purpose is to be a wife and a mother. And it's okay if you don't want to. Yeah. Girls, I feel you. <laughs> right? Right? Because, again terrifying thing i just had a friend of mine give birth to her first baby nine weeks early by emergency c-section and that is the most terrifying thing to me that that there's that possibility that she could have died and that her baby could have died luckily both of them are great her baby is doing great he's super strong he's breathing on his own and just needs to gain some weight before he can go home but it's still terrifying Mm -hmm. because Guess what? It's hard. It rips your body apart. It's it's not an easy thing. And giving up your life for another human's, whether it be via marriage or via motherhood, that is what you're doing is you're literally setting aside your own your own desires for those of another person and choosing to make that person more important than you are. But guess what? It's okay to choose yourself. It's okay if you're the most important person in your life. Yeah. Just own it. Yeah. It's okay to choose yourself. Choose you. And frankly. You do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. Frankly, I think women, I think wives and mothers need to learn how to choose themselves more as well. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Right? You need to learn how to choose to take care of yourself and to say no and to say I need to take care of myself for a minute. Because if you can't take care of yourself and you're not okay, what makes you think you can take care of anybody else? Truth, I could never take care of another human being right now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can barely like get myself out of bed. <laughs> so Don't you think real. I'm going to get my husband off to work or like a kid Dude, out of a crib? Are you kidding me? This morning was a struggle, man. <laughs> Did anyone else struggle? Like, oh, every day. All day, every day. It was so bad. Okay, so let's tackle, let's tackle marriage first. Okay, and kind of talk through that. Yeah, let's talk through desire and lack of desire. Okay. So, we're taught our whole lives that you should get married. Get married. Right? You can't get to the celestial kingdom without your husband. Oh, did you ever get told that? Oh, yeah. (sighs) Yeah. That would, like, infuriate me. I'm like, why does my eternal salvation depend on somebody else? Like, that's not okay with me. (laughs) Right? And that, I mean, a theological discussion is for a different day, a but different just day. in general. That... Yeah. But like, like for all intents and purposes, let's discuss like surviving 70 years of a marriage in this life. Right. 
Like, 70 years is doable. Eternity is terrifying. Eternity but 70 is years is doable. Time. Eternity is a long time. But 70 years is doable. So, what happens when you don't have a desire to get married? Is there something wrong with you? Is that inappropriate? Is... Well, and how does that desire happen? Like, is that a desire? Because mm-hmm. I, I wonder sometimes in our culture... If it's just like, oh, well, we're in our late 20s and we're still married, so I'm just going to give up. And so I just don't have a desire. Right. Because I know, like, I felt that way sometimes where it's like, mm, okay, I'm just done. Yeah. Hashtag every bad breakup ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? And then you're done for like... And then I'm done for like six three months. To six and months then I call and Abby I telling her I got the feels for somebody else. It's fine. Yep. And then I giggle and laugh because I called it, but it's fine. And we know in three months later we'll be going through the exact same conversation. <laughs> but I feel like... So is it something that... Okay, I'm just gonna be like, yep, I just that's just not something that I see myself doing, which if that's the case, that's fine. That's fine. Or is it something that like because of our culture and because of what we're taught and because it's like after you hit twenty two and you're not married, you're like LDS spinster. Mm-hmm. Does that click something in our brain to just be like Okay, maybe I'm Okay, maybe I'm okay. Yeah, well and that's I wonder... an interesting concept. Well and I I just had this thought. What if we look at people who are not LDS? There is still... Guess what? People who aren't LDS still get married all the time. It's rampant. People all over the world are getting married constantly. I I think one of the hardest things I have when it comes to marriage in the church is that culture that's been created. And I don't know how... We should start a movement. I don't know how we end this. (laughs) But I hate that there is that stigma of like, oh, you're 25 and you're not married. So you're spinster old agey. Right. Old so lady. like the joke that I make all the time is I had to move out of Utah County. Otherwise they'd force me to start buying cats. Right. Right. But that's just. Which is a little funny. But also But it's real. so like depressing that that is a culture that has been created. Well and that's a culture that is in the church. Oh it's absolutely in right? the church. Right. Outside of the church you're 25 and unmarried. Awesome. We would think you were nuts if oh, you were married already. Outside of the church, you're 19 and married. People are gonna oh, be they like, think "What you're the f- completely insane?" Or that you're like bonkers, redneck shotgun wedding with your cousin down <laughs> in the banks of Louisiana. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they are gonna think you're insane. Right. So how, like, why? How do we change that? I like change the culture that it's weird right, like, to be how do you old go through and this cultural shift. They're like, no, it's okay. Well, I to be old and unmarried. And I think furthermore, we're not old. Like we're not we're twenty eight and twenty nine. We're not old. It's fine. We're not old. We're fabulous. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I think, I think honestly, it is changing already. I think it is. It's on its way. It's a slow process and it's a slow moving machine. But I'm pretty sure, like twenty thirty years ago, people our age, they would say. Oh, you must be really homely. Or or maybe you should serve a mission. Or maybe you should oh go gosh. on another mission. <laughs> or Right? Do you have a story? I feel like there's oh, a story. Oh, man. The serve the mission story. So from the time I turned 22 until I was probably 26, my grandmother Valdine would say that to my mom all the time. She'd be like, oh, it's Cam- you know, what's going on with Cammy?" And my mom would tell her whatever, like, crazy life thing was uh-huh. happening in my life at that moment. My grandma would be like, has she ever thought about going on a mission? And my mom would tell me all, and I would just bust up laughing. Oh, like, that was, like, the last thing on your mind Does she not know point. me at all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, super last thing. But I, again, I hate that that is a thing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and that was the culture 30 years ago, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, if you're homely and you're not married, you go you on a mission, mission, right? Because you're not attractive enough to attract a mate, <laughs> right? <laughs> which, which is <laughs> awful. It's like the cry. worst. But that's not, that's not the reality anymore, is no, it? No, it's Like, not. you know, sisters, we're serving missions constantly, not because we couldn't not get married. because we're homely. But because we chose not to get married and we chose to go on a mission. Actually, before I left on my mission, guys, I served a mission. It was awesome. Um, before I left on my mission, my grandma, bless her heart, um, I was the first girl in our family to serve a mission and there had only been like a girl, girl, like granddaughter. I, my mom served a mission and a couple of my aunts served missions. Um, but I was the first granddaughter to serve a mission and there've only been one, two, three, four grandsons so far who have served missions. Um, soon to be five. Um, but my mom's also one of ten, so there's a lot of cousins. Sorry, there's a lot that of backstory to this. That was a really long backstory. Okay, super long backstory. <laughs> but the point of this is my grandma came up to me and said, Abby, I am so proud of you for not being married and for going on a mission. That's and awesome. she said that to me. And it was awesome. It was the best moment. I was like, yeah, I am 21 years old. I am not married. I'm going on a mission. I'm going to serve the Lord because... All of my other cousins got married before they turned 21. All of them. <laughs> right? And, and that was just what was happening in my family. And my grandma was so proud that I wasn't married. And how awesome is that? That's a really awesome moment. I know. That I cannot say I've ever had, but that's a really great <laughs> moment. <laughs> I miss her. She's great. She was short and sassy and so fabulous. But that's... I. You know, the culture is starting to change, but it's such a slow process. And we really need to be supporting each other and saying, hey, it's okay to be old and single. To be old and single. And I think that there is a beauty in, it's a fine line, because there's a beauty in embracing it, but you don't want to embrace it. I tell my mom this all the time, that I'm afraid I'm going to embrace it to the point that I'll miss my like knight in shining armor, like he could come riding up to my front door, and I'm be like, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" Like, right? Like, peace out. I don't need you anymore. Right. right. So I feel like there's a fine line, but I feel that there is something very vulnerable and honest into just owning your singleness. Yeah. And not getting so caught up in the oh, I'm not married. My life is so horrible. Like, right? Or or you or turning into a like man that. eater. Or, right? Like, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. turning, turning into somebody that that's all you think about and that's yeah. all you do. Like, that's, no, like, what is your purpose as an individual and what are you doing to pursue that and become what you need to be mm-hmm. regardless of the other humans around you? Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that comes from, like, being willing to be vulnerable, which we'll talk about later. And, like, gaining confidence and being strong and being secure and knowing who you are as not just a daughter of God, but you. You as a person. As a, you as a person and you as a daughter of God. Like, who are you? Yeah. Which, that was one of my favorite things about growing up. You guys will hear a lot of stories about me growing up because I feel like I didn't have the typical Molly Mormon (laughs) family, which I love that I didn't. Uh But that was one of the best things that my mom has really, really, really instilled in me is this concept of that it doesn't matter what I do, I don't need a man. 
Do I want one with me? Absolutely. Would I love to be sharing my life with him? Absolutely. But I don't need him. Yes. And that was, I mean, even back in high school, like I would come home crying over whatever breakup or whatever stupid guy I was dating in high school. And my mom would just be like, why do you need him? And I loved that. I loved that that got ingrained in my brain so hard to just be like, no, I don't need you. Yeah. I want you, but I don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's so healthy. And that's a thing more of us need because I'm not good at that. I've never been good at that. And that's just what it is, right? That's a good feeling. That is a good feeling. Girls, just remember, you don't need a man. You don't need a husband. And you don't even need to want a husband. You don't need to need a husband. Yeah. You, out, right? you don't need to need a husband. husband. And you also don't need to want, to want a, husband. a husband, right? And ultimately, girls, they need us. Men who are listening, are, am true. I right? I think, that is true. I think we're right. right. Actually, actually, Bishop Melville just said that the other day. He was like, no, we're the ones ones that need you. And I was like, yep. Um, But it's, it's okay. And, and neither Cammie nor I lack a desire to get married. We both want to get married, but we, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Abby has a true desire. My desire kind of fluctuates a little bit. (laughs) Oh, but it's there. It's there, but I greatly enjoy my independent single girl, (laughs) love myself life, treat yourself. Right. But ultimately there are women out there and we, we see you and we recognize you that there are women out there that do not have a desire to get married. Mm -hmm. Girls, that is okay. And we love you. And beyond that being okay rocket. I think that's the biggest thing is don't be afraid to say that out loud. Don't be afraid to say that to the masses or to talk about it in relief society. Like the only way that the conversation and the culture is going to change is if we change is it. If we change it. So if you are one of those women and you truly don't have a desire to get married, then when they're talking the third Sunday temple marriage whatever, like speak up. Yeah. Talk about it. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Well, and tell us why. Yeah. Tell us why. And and if it's, I mean, whatever the reason. It could be a deep. It's a good reason. Psychological reason. It could just be because you just don't want to. Like, yeah. Who cares? Talk who about cares? it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because I want to know. I don't, I, I, I won't understand, but I, I want to know. Um. And I, I think that's a thing that should be talked about. And yeah, you'll end up with people who will mock you and will try to fix you. Don't let them. Mm-mm. Because you do you, boo, right? You do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> um, don't, don't let people fix you. And if somebody's trying to fix you, they're not a real friend, right? And I can attest to that because there have been multiple times that Abby could have tried to fix me and she just lets me roll on down that hill by myself. <laughs> I <laughs> She bite just my waves tongue. at me from the top and I, she comes down and picks me up. <laughs> yep. I bite my tongue so hard and I go, Cammy's stubborn. She won't listen to me anyway. Accurate. You do you, boo-boo. Accurate. And then, I'm, and then I'm there and I pick her up and we're good. And off we go. And that's, I feel like just genuinely in a culture of women, that's what we should be doing as women in this church like don't be so judgy and just when i think honestly lift a person up like so so a girl stands up in relief society and says she has no desire to get married awesome i want to come talk to you yeah like i just want to dialogue with you i want to find out why yeah 
Yeah. And and not because I want to fix you, but because I want to understand a different thought process than my own. Because you're important. Right? Well, and I feel like that's an interesting kind of idea with any of these topics, whether it's marriage or babies or whatever, is if someone is willing to get vulnerable and they're willing to stand up in front of a room full of women and say, hey, I don't want to get married or hey, I don't want to have a baby. Don't go to them with the intention of trying to fix them or trying to preach to them about why you need to have a baby or why you need to get married. No, like go to them and truly listen to them Mm -hmm. because there is an opportunity there to find out something about that woman on such a deeper level. Yeah. If you go at it with a, I want to listen to you, not an, I want to fix you attitude. Well, and turn it into a, I want to love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? I There's so many things. Like, I think ladies and sisters, because I can call you sisters here, um, that is the point of Relief Society, and I think that has been lost for, like, <laughs> the past four generations. Because... Reach it. Right? Because I have talked to dozens of girls and dozens of sisters that say, I hate going to Relief Society. I'm one of them. <laughs> Right? And my roommate's the Relief Society president, people. Let's just put that into perspective. Right? So why do we hate going to Relief Society? Because because we end up in a room full of women that should be our support system, but instead just talk about surface level, the same thing that we've been talking about our entire lives in the same way, having the same assumptions that we all want the exact same thing in the exact same way in the exact same time. And life is unicorns and rainbows and get your butts married. Right. Like, that's exhausting. Right. And and so, I I mean, I want, I would love to go to Relief Society where I am not judged for my imperfections. <laughs> and beyond not being judged, being able to talk about my imperfections mm-hmm. and discuss them in a safe place where I will feel supported for... Uh, mistakes or 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 having gone down the wrong path or whatever it is that has happened in my life or is currently happening in my life we should be a sisterhood of friends like i hate okay ready for this i hate the term visiting teaching oh it's the worst right that needs to be a whole other topic (laughs) right it probably does but just a thought to change the culture Mm -hmm. what if we called it sister friending yeah. Right? This is your sister that go is be a now... Go be a friend. Right? This is your sister that is now your friend. Not a human for you to go share a message with once a month. That's the same message that they've read to everybody that they're supposed to be sharing. To. Right? Right? You guys, and, if you could see me, I'm intern... Like, I'm rolling my eyes. So hard. So hard right I now. can't believe she hasn't fallen <laughs> over from rolling her eyes. But, and, and again... The culture is changing. The church is changing. The way they do visiting teaching, there is not a set visiting teaching method. We're supposed to t- ponder on what our sister needs to hear. Guess what? Wouldn't it be so much better, especially, especially in our YSA setting, if we just had the purpose of being friends instead of thinking, oh, did you share a message? Oh, did you share a message? Oh, okay. she doesn't want to get married. We can't go talk to her. Right. <laughs> right so let's sister friend each other 
Let's not visit teach each other. That's <laughs> sister friend. Hey, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go get sugar, right? Because that's like the universal language. Like, I actually had a visit. Oh, Hattie. Hattie used to Hattie. do that with me. Shout out to Hattie. Shout out to Hattie. Hattie, I love you. Um, yeah. And I feel that it starts in Relief Society. It starts with your group of friends. It starts mm-hmm. even with your attitude. Because I feel like if you are one of those people... And it's fine if you are, if this is where you're at in your phase of life. But if you're one of those people who are so hung up on the fact that you're not married, number one, do not fool yourself into thinking that that doesn't show. Oh, yeah. Because it shows. We've had conversations with multiple guys that are like, we know she's desperate and all she wants is to get married. That's not an okay look for anybody. But where was I going But we love you anyway. But we love you anyway. (laughs) But it has to start with yourself. Like, if you, if we want to change that perception, then you have to change it for yourself. Right. You cannot live in this change bubble of... personal culture before we change the... The culture. actual culture. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like it's your personal culture, it's your friend culture, it's all of those things that have to kind of internally change first. And I know we're dreaming big and thinking like, oh yeah, we're going to change the culture of this. Right. But even if it's just one person that can sit in a Relief Society meeting where they're talking about temple marriage and how important marriage in a family is... And she can stand there and be like, this is all really great, but I'm just not, I don't really feel like this is a place, like, that this is what I want out of my eternity. And everybody else can be like, okay, let's talk about that and talk about it in a non-judgmental way. Mm That would be the best day. That would be incredible. (laughs) That would be incredible. And really, it just takes that one sister to stand up and be vulnerable, right? I I sing this at my violin students all the time. I go, I want to see you be brave. Right? (laughs) But it takes it takes that one sister to stop and share a dissenting opinion or a dissenting thought in that lesson or say something, right? And and I'm happy to be that sister. I'm not always that sister, but I have I'm been happy that to sister. Be that I've sister. been that teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and you know me, I'm always willing to say something. <laughs> but but I also feel like there's a little bit of a second like there's a little bit of a not a double standard, that's not the right word, but there's a little other side to this, where if a sister's going to be willing to do that, then you as the Relief Society presidency, or the bishop's wife, or whoever in the authoritative, is that the right word, authoritative yeah. figure, or don't figure get heads. to figure heads, don't get to turn around and then make a comment about how inappropriate that was, or no. that we're not speaking in marriage in the way that it should be spoken, like, no. you don't get to do that. Yeah. That's that's one of my big pet peeves is um is um having a frank discussion about chastity and about sex and then having a bishop or a bishopric member come up and say that is inappropriate to talk about that in this setting. No, it's actually exactly appropriate to talk about that in this mm-hmm. setting. And that's a thing that we will we will that's beat that whole, dead horse later. That's going to be like a whole series cuz Cause Cause Abby and I are going to get on a runner with that and we'll have some of our guy friends and everything. Yeah. That's going to, that's a good. whole nother yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like if you, you don't get to, yeah, I feel like there is that double standard and I'm not saying that every relief society president or every stake relief society representative, whatever is going to do that. But I feel like, again, that's part of this culture of like, somebody's going to stand up and say something that's not the status quo. Like, Oh, I don't want to get married or, Oh, I have zero desire to have a kid. Right. You don't get to turn around and then make that person feel bad for being vulnerable. Right. 
Exactly. So ultimately, there's two sides to this, right? There's the, hey, girls, be brave and say something that's different than what everybody else wants. Do it. That is awesome. And you are superwoman for doing it. But on the flip side, if you don't share the same opinion, you better dang well respect that opinion that was shared. Yeah. Right? And, and beyond respecting it, like, give it its space. Yeah, give it its space. And validate it. And even that's think, an important like, thing. Think about it and recognize that not everybody is going to want to have that typical status quo. And that's okay. Right? That moment of self-realization when you realize that not everybody is just like you. And not everybody thinks just like Weird. you. I know. I remember <laughs> like that happens to me all the time still. That I go, oh, not everybody thinks that way. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Not right? everybody wants to get married at 21 in the church. Right. Not everybody wants to get married. What? Weird. Right? And people don't want to have babies. Weird. I, mean, I don't understand it, but I respect it. You know, it is your body and that is a huge decision and it's terrifying. Do you want to know what I think is really interesting though is bring this into dating, right? Mm-hmm. I think like one of the most awkward slash secretly really funny conversations I've ever had is to be on a date with some typical like Peter Priesthood or even not even a Peter Priesthood like a Jack Mormon like wherever they're at in their faithy stage (laughs) and to just look at them and be yeah I don't really want to have kids and just to see their reaction because they don't know what to do men don't know how to function around a girl that doesn't want to have babies (laughs) or to just be like I don't want to get married they just they're yeah it's hilarious. Like, I almost like to do it just because I think it's funny. Because yeah. I just want to see their reaction. Right. <laughs> but yeah. even, like, so you put that into, like, a dating scenario, and it's like, okay, well, how do you... Which, I mean, girls, do I don't recommend talking about this on a first date. Or, I mean, do, or do. It could be or funny. Or do. It could be funny. <laughs> if, if you don't want a second date, right? I'm pretty sure that's a guaranteed way to make sure you don't get a call back. Yeah. If, if, He's if, a stage five clinger. Drop that bomb on him. <laughs> That's the best statement I've heard all day. <laughs> I'm Nyqu- I'm up, ladies. We're just getting warmed up here. It's all good. It's all good. But but honestly, like that's it's um so well and then you go on a date with a guy who says that I don't see myself ever getting married and you go oh well isn't that so weird like it's kind yeah. of a little double standardy because it's like well yeah. we're saying hey women stand up and be like yo I don't want to get married but then if I were to go on a date with a guy that said that to me I'd be like oh. Right? Okay. Part of me would be be a little sad because, like, my brain will automatically assume, oh, that just means you don't want to marry me because I disgust you and I'm awful. Because we're women and that's what we do. And that's what we do and that's how our brains work. But at the same time, like, let's validate that. If if ever we hear it from a man or a woman. Yeah. And say, okay, cool. And you could either choose to discuss and say, tell me more. Why do you feel that way? Or you could leave it alone and say, Cool. cool. I respect that. And move on to yeah. a new topic. And if it comes up six months down the road when you guys have been dating, then maybe at that point you're a little bit more comfortable. Readdress it. Right. And and talk it through. Um, but it's men, it's okay for you to not want to get married as well. It's or have, okay. Ba- or, have babies. or have babies. I mean, you can't have babies, but it's okay if you don't want to have babies. Right. Well, it takes two to tango, right? As they say. Yeah, but the tangoing's the more fun part. I mean, (laughs) so let's, okay, so let's talk about babies because this is an interesting topic for me because Abby is very much a woman who wants to get married and have babies. I am very much a woman who 
today I could say, yeah, I want to get married, but I know very strongly I do not want to have babies. Yeah. And that is not something that you say in a Mormon culture. Nope. Without getting seriously judged. Oh, yeah, no. People look at you like you're insane. Like, what's your problem? Why don't you want to have babies? Why don't you? Right? But your whole point is to procreate. Right. Well, and I think even beyond it being your whole point, I think so many of us, so many, so many of us as women, like it is in our DNA to crave children, right? And so when we find somebody who doesn't have that craving, we kind of go, wait, what? And we short circuit because we don't. Yeah, you don't know what to do. We don't understand when somebody's missing that programming. It's okay if you're missing that programming. Tammy, it's okay. I am 100% (laughs) missing that programming. And people, it's interesting because whenever somebody says, oh, well, I don't want to have kids. And somebody's like, oh, no, you'll feel differently when it's your own kid. Hashtag things not to say to single women. Don't say that to someone when they tell you that they don't want to have a kid. Because I get that all the time. And there's truly a part of me where I'm like, no, I won't feel differently. And my mother can attest to this. And she's listening. So hi, mom. She can attest to this. That even when I was a child, growing up to have be a mother and have thousands of Mormon babies and drive the Mormon Mafia mobile was not on my radar. Like, that was not part of my game plan. plan. Like, I just believed that there was so much more for me personally. Like, if that is your whole goal, awesome. I'm in no way judging you. But for me personally, I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to change the world. I wanted to do something amazing. Like, getting married and settled down with kids was just not something I ever wanted to do. And even with my nieces and nephews, I mean, I have, like, pictures of holding them at the hospital, and there's just this sheer look of panic and terror on my face (laughs) because there's this, like, screaming little fetus that I don't know what to... Yeah, that I don't know what to do with, and I... Really cute potatoes. And until they got to probably about... How old's Beezer right now? She's, like, 18 months. Yeah, so until they get to about, like, the 18-month stage, like, 18 to, like, 5, I'm really good with. And then, like, obviously older when they can, like, theoretically take care of themselves, I'm like, awesome. (laughs) Let's hang out. But I don't want you around me 24-7. I want to hang out with you for three hours and then, and then peace out. And send you home. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you can't do that if you have an actual child right. of your own. And I, yeah, I just don't. And it's interesting because I get, like you said, like the people who are, have that so ingrained and they're just like baby hungry or they see a baby and it's like the eye emoji with the hearts comes like flashing out of their faces. I see a baby and I want to turn around and run. <laughs> or like if someone like shoves their baby in my face and they're like, here, hold it. I'm like... I don't want No, nope, I'm good. It's, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's, and that's okay. And I think, honestly, if, if, for me, again, I don't understand that because I love babies and I love children and I think they're wonderful and beautiful and they're great. Um, Because I'm one of those and that's okay. But. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Right? But as one of those people I'm not going to hear Cammie tell me I don't want to have babies and then me tell her whatever I think to fix her problem. My job is not to fix her problem because it's probably not not a problem, right? So my job would then, when I hear I don't want to have babies, I go, okay, awesome. So what what are we going to do? How are we going to change the world, Mm -hmm. Right? Right? And support that and not tell her it'll be different when you have your own babies. Even if you think that. If you think that, that's fine. Keep that thought to yourself, dang it. Right? Yeah, but you don't say that out loud that's to not someone. Because you don't know be what that person is really 
feeling. And I do, I feel like it, we're in this Mormon culture where it is like, nope, you get married, you have your 2.5, 7.5, 12.5 children, <laughs> you drive your mafia mobile van, you send them all off on their missions and you're done. Right. And that just is not the way that it is. But it, that is, I feel, I feel like the baby topic, even more than the marriage topic, is harder for women to come out and be like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to have a kid. Yeah. And I remember when I first truly started really, really thinking through that, that it was hard for me to just realize, like, no, it's it's weird and yeah you're gonna say it out loud and people are gonna look at you really funny Mm -hmm. but again own it like if you are a successful wonderful amazing lds woman and you don't want to have kids and you are married and you don't want to have and you yeah that's an option too yeah own it but definitely don't walk into that marriage thinking like oh maybe i'll change my mind and i'll want to a couple years later because I just, that might work for some people. I don't feel like that's going to work for me. Just make sure you and your husband are on the same page. Right? And I have this, so my boss, who I love, him, I joke around all the time with him that him and his wife are like my spirit animals. They're like what I strive <laughs> to be. Because they, in fact, today's their anniversary. They got married. They're, they're 14 years married today. They're in their 40s. And they just never had kids. And it wasn't that they, I mean, they talked about it. But it just wasn't ever really something that they were like, oh, yeah, the time's right. And now, like, they just love their life. Like, they are completely so in love and so happy with each other to just have each other. And they just, like, kick butt a life. They go do whatever they want to go do. They don't have to worry about a babysitter. They don't have to try. Yeah. And I just think that's amazing. Like, if that is the life that you as an LDS woman are striving for, then there has to be a man out there. There has got to be a priesthood holder out there that's going to feel that same way. And yeah. you're like me, it might take you a long time to find it, but he's out there. <laughs> well, and honestly, like I've, I've also heard the, well, what are you going to do when you're older? You won't have kids to take care of you. That is not a good enough reason to have kids. No, that's not a good enough reason. The, what if when you're older, you want kids yeah, to take care of you? What if when you're like, older, your kids don't like you and they don't want to take care of you and yeah. they throw you in an old folks home. You would have been better off without them. Right. Right. So that's not a good enough reason to have kids. No. You, you have kids if that is your desire and you want to give up everything that you'll have to give up to have kids. And another layer on top of this, guess what? You don't have to give up changing the world to have kids. No, you don't. You don't. I fully intend to do both. And she will. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But I fully intend to be a bomb wife, an incredible mother with flaws, of course, but I also intend to change the world and not just the world of my family, but I want to change the world outside of my family. I want to, I want to change the world at large if I can. And so I will. So don't limit yourself. I want to change the culture of the church and relief society. Okay. Done. That's my Abby's goal is, in life. This is, this is step one towards Step that, one right? towards our world domination. Yeah. But honestly, like that's, that's. That is the reality, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have we learned? What did, what did we learn today? What did we learn? We learned... Abby wants to have kids and Cammie doesn't. And that is okay. <laughs> okay. I should come back in five years right. and I have like three kids. I will die laughing. <laughs> I've had so many friends that are like, I don't ever want to get married. And they're married now. And I'm like, <laughs> suck um, Okay, but I digress. We digress. Um, okay, what have we learned? Be vulnerable, be brave, 
share a dissenting opinion. Accurate. If you don't share the same dissenting opinion. Don't get um, mad at the other person because they don't judge. Respect. Respect. R-E-S-P-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Right? Um, but respect that opinion and love them. Right? We're creating a sisterhood of love, love. and support. Not of, oh, you're different than no. what I was taught in Young Women's. Yeah, no, don't be, don't be that girl. We're not doing that. Like, I just kind of like, Psh. I know, right? Um, and ultimately, it's okay to have a desire to get married. It's okay to not have a desire to get married. It's okay to want to have babies. It's okay to not, not want, want to, to have, have babies. babies. And it's okay. And guess what? It is nobody else's dang business either way and even more so it is okay to own it and to talk about it it is uh-huh. not okay to keep it to yourself and be afraid to share that yeah and if you want to keep it private because because you've accepted it and you feel good about it great but if you feel the need to share it don't be afraid to share it right mm-hmm. don't be afraid to share the reasons why don't be afraid to Try and help other people understand who you are and where you're coming from and why you feel that way. And basically to buck the status quo. Right. I mean, we're right. going to buck the status quo every week. So. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's starting to go. But by by golly, we're going to push it out the door. Oh, because yeah. honestly. It needs to. It needs to go. That is our parents' generation. And it's time for us to be different. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to be different. That's what makes us straightforward and savvy. That is what makes us straightforward and savvy. Oh, tender moment. Oh, look at us go. I just got chills and stuff. That was, that was a good moment. Yeah. Aw. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, we kind of got off a little sidetracked on this one, so hopefully that all, we all, t- we tied it all back in. That's we all fine. came in. It all makes sense. It all, it all makes sense. We came in everywhere. Regardless, we love you. We love you. We hope you enjoyed this. Have an amazing week. Yeah. Who knows what fun things, maybe we'll do a little bit more uplifting next week. Yeah, we can do that. We can do something funny. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what we need to do is like every other week. How do, how do y'all feel about that? Like a funny episode and a serious episode. We'll see. A funny we episode and a We'll have to see. Let us know how you feel about it. We'll take we'll take requests on our Instagram yeah. page. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And if you have something that you want us to discuss. And talk oh my about, gosh. DM us. Yes. Please. And we'll bring you on. You can talk with us. Done. We'll feed you milkshakes. Done. <laughs> the milkshake song just popped in my head. Totes inappropriate. <laughs> no such thing. No as such thing as inappropriate. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyways, we love you guys. Have an amazing, Have incredible a great week. week. Stay savvy. Go change will... the world. Go change the world, and we will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.